0: I was born to rule the Seven Kingdoms And I will The Mad King's daughter will destroy the realm We must stand together If we hope to stop her We can't defeat the Night King's army On our own Daenerys has dragon fire A Targaryen cannot be trusted If we don't band together We will die Winter is here Your Grace is your enemy everyone is your friend every possible series of events is happening all at once good evening this is the tech Vision podcast for sunday july 23rd 2017 we're fresh off a episode of game of thrones how you doing clarence Doing good, man. Doing good. Glad to be back on. How about yourself, bro? Uh, I'm doing, doing pretty good. Uh, it's good to be back. We took a week off or two. (laughs) I can't remember (laughs) how long it's been, but it's been a little while and we're happy to be back. So, uh, uh, so how you want to do this? How, how should we proceed, sir? Oh, man. Well, let's, let's go straight into it, man. Um, so as everyone knows, uh, the world favorite Game of Thrones is back on. So let me ask you this before we get into the actual first two episodes. Is it hard for you to kind of recall all the episodes? This has been such a long time since the last uh, shows have aired. Dude, like that last episode of season six is just so hard to forget. I mean, you had Cersei blowing everybody up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tommy jumping off of the wind out of the window. And then you had all the other (laughs) stuff happening with, um, with Ramsey. Didn't Ramsey die in that episode too? Yeah, Ramsey Ramsay, like, uh, got ate by the wolf dogs. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff that happened in that episode, you know, so it was nice to have the recap, but yeah, the, those three events, when they did the recap, I was like, did that all happen in the same episode? And then I had to go look back and I was like, yeah, it did. Well, this is so funny because as, as we know, it's coming to a close and it seemed like even this second episode of the current season seemed like it didn't have a lot going on, but there was a lot of action in it at the very end. And yeah, <laughs> I guess we'll get into that. And I'm at huh? That was so yeah. sad. I, I was getting kind of worried <laughs> as far as like, I know there only being six or seven episodes this season. I felt like this episode in particular, wasn't moving far enough, but then when you get toward the end of the episode, you kind of get, yeah, they're moving things along and yeah. Yeah. I'll get more into that when we, you know, jump into the second episode, but let's start with episode one. Um, Dragonstone was the name of it, I believe. Yeah. I yeah. So, um, it starts off with Walter Frey, um, giving a speech to his, um, constituents. Or, <laughs> you is call it? it dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Like it, it's funny though. Like the episode started and he's talking and I'm like, okay, either this is a flashback or that's Arya. And <laughs> yeah, I, I have to admit, I did not think it was Arya at all. I, I, fi- I kind of figured it was like, a flashback like right after the w- red wedding or something like that, like the next few days. But yeah, yeah. as, as you said, it, um, it was definitely Arya making dude, a, another appearance. Dude, man, like Arya is my favorite character and it's funny because I'm a member of this Facebook group called My Justice League is Black and like they had posted <laughs> this article where people were writing about how like black people like usually Arya is like their favorite character cause she's walking around <laughs> killing all these like, uh, like, like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> seriously, this is, I'm just repeating the article. This is not really what I believe. There's like, she goes out, she goes around killing all these like rich white people and these monarchs and stuff. So like that's, <laughs> like that's wow. what they think, but I don't, I don't, I don't really subscribe to that. Like I just, like from the beginning of the series, like her character was just kind of the one that I identified with. Um, there's a scene, which we'll get back to, but there's a scene in the first season where, um, Ned sits her down and he's reading her out of this book and telling her about how, you know, um, she's going to grow up and be this princess and, yeah. um, and she's going to like marry. Some- and she's like, that's not me. Like, do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's just she's kind of been her own person, done her own thing. And now she's like this bonafide super killer assassin person, which is so, awesome. So uh, I know you're a book reader. You're, you're a smug book reader. So I'm I, not smug. <laughs> so I have to ask, is the Arya in the book the same as, as we see on the television show? Um, Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is, like, the last thing we see of Arya in the books is uh, she loses her sight. Like, that's the last thing that's in the books. Uh, so, okay. like, anything after that is george r martin whispering into the showrunner's ear i guess but i mean yeah she pretty much is i mean she (laughs) she's a little um cba certified you know what (laughs) yeah like even even before she like joins the faceless men or whatever i mean she's still kind of a little tough kid so you know they definitely they definitely picked the right person for her role Cause I mean, she looks exactly like she's described in the books. Like some of the characters don't really look like the the um portrayal on HBO, but uh-huh. her hers is pretty dang close. Yeah, which is hard for me to see her in anything else because all I think is uh, Arya Stark is just kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so basically, she kills off all other Freys and. um yeah that's the beginning so um after that um what happens after that i think uh, after that we get the um the scene for the white walkers um oh yeah the night king's making this approach how can i forget about that yeah and then uh we immediately go from one of the giants uh and it warging straight into bran or going over to bran from uh, he appears to be warging into the giant i don't know yeah Uh, like it's so bad like Like, I'm I'm just so torn up about Hodor. Like, it's so funny (laughs) because, like, because, like, they cut the brand and they're, like, pulling up to this big door and, like, they're, like, knocking on. I'm, like, are they? For a split second, I thought they were going back to get Hodor or something. And Uh, now Hodor is gone. (laughs) Like, I was, like, no, they're at the wall. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. They finally made it. Yeah. So, what do you think about Brand's progression? I mean, he got some time last season after being mysteriously missing for a few seasons. There. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I feel like there's just so much going on with these secondary characters that, especially with the limited episode episode count, yeah, it's really, it's really going to be hard to you know focus on all the characters and give them their due, just because there's. I don't feel like there's enough time, you know, that's I guess that's one reason the books are going to be better, because we'll get to see, you know, the full development of all these characters. I just feel like there's not enough time to go around because you have so many. There's just so much going on. Yeah, well, it's just kind of funny how the Stark family seems like every remaining piece is going to play a pivotal role in some some fashion. Uh Even Bran, I think it's going to be something to do with him, and of course yeah. John, and um, and who else we have? Area and who else? Uh, Sansa, Sansa and John, yeah. but his. Yeah. Like I, re- I like, dude, dude. I got so mad at Sansa for like calling John out in front of like all these people yes. like that. I-, I feel like she kind of overstepped her um boundaries. I guess <laughs> I don't know, but it just seemed very, very wrong with her to do that. But. Yeah, she's been but, hanging around Cersei a lot, so... But she's coming from the point of view of having been tortured, and, you know, I, I guess her and Jon have two opposing points, because Jon, you know, he's, he's supposed to be dead, so maybe he's a little less, a little more forgiving, because he's getting a second chance, and he doesn't, doesn't want to screw it up, so... Well, in, I mean, a- his, his character, it's somewhat always, he's been somewhat always been like an idealistic character, and... I feel like, like you said, dying and coming back to life, it's just like things that mattered to him before maybe don't matter as much. And I feel like he's like way more worried about what's going on north of the wall than he is even with being the king of the north. Like he just wants to save everybody. He does not care if he's a king or not. He definitely doesn't want to be the king, you know, the king of the whatever the seven kingdoms. He just wants to protect everybody from the White Walkers, and I feel yeah. like that's his number one priority right now, and everything else is kind of secondary, you know? Though I, I can't gra- uh, blame Sansa for wanting to see the people who are loyal to Ramsey Bolton kind of uh bite the dust, so <laughs> yeah, well, you got to pick your battles, I, feel I like, guess. I feel like they were both right and maybe both wrong, because Sansa, I feel like she is just out for blood, because... So like Cersei. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny you mention that because her hairstyle is the exact hairstyle that Cersei had in like the first two or three seasons. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Like, and I didn't notice it until like, um, John looked at her and was like, if I didn't know any better, it's, you know, it sounds like you admire her or something. And was was there might be a reason for that? Because this, I guess is inside of baseball. Uh, I think she's wearing a wig this season for the first time. Oh, she is? Is. yeah so that might be why it's so similar i don't why know she that wearing to be a true. wig i don't know <laughs> that's, that's just inside of stuff high. i heard yeah but yeah but she's, so she's, she's never done that before so yeah and john had a point too you know they killed the 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 um defecting car starks and numbers, like i can't was it was a small john number like the one that sided out with ramsey like, he, he, they've taken care of all the bad guys. So I don't see the point of going, you know, destroying his entire family. They didn't do anything wrong, but. But, but, but again, Sansa makes an excellent point in, saying, point in saying that, you know, Ned was trying to play the smart game and so was Rob. And, and look what happened to them. You know, smart may not always be the, the optimum path in these situations. But I don't know, like, I feel like Ned probably would have killed him. I mean, would have taken it. And I feel like that Rob would was not even, you know, I, I don't think Rob would have done the same thing Jon Snow did either. You know, I mean, R- Rob's downfall, like the only the only mistake that Rob made was he married that girl instead of marrying Walter Frey's daughter or whatever. Like, yeah. that, like that's his big mistake. It had nothing to do with his military prowess. Cause I mean, if you think about it, he was, he was like, he was, he was, he was shutting down shop, man. Like he was just, he was taking over everything until, you know, they got betrayed. Like he was, he was killing it. Oh man, which I know we're going to get into this episode, the current episode, but I think S- Jon Snow may have made a mistake with our Lord Baelish there at the end. <laughs> Cause, uh, well, well, that's the thing. Is like I don't know what he knows, so I was kind of wondering why he was so angry at him. But maybe he knows that he sold Sansa out, and he maybe he just doesn't trust him. But I feel like the only reason I think he's okay is because Sansa doesn't trust him either. You know? If, yeah, if, that's true. If, so like he he's he really needs to watch his back because I feel like. He he's. I don't think he's gonna outlive either one of them. I just I just don't. I mean, I could be completely wrong about that. But he's a sneaky one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Him inv- and <laughs> him and Varys. So so um. Oh, I I guess the next scene we get after that is the scene of uh Cersei and Jaime, uh Yeah, she's drawing a map. This, this mural yeah. on the ground. Yeah, there's an artist and he's painting a map of the Seven Kingdoms. Um. And um, (laughs) Cersei's like, um, this is our map of the seven kingdoms. We finally rule over all seven. And um, Jamie's like, seven. We have three kingdoms at best. (laughs) (laughs) Voice of reason here. It's like we need allies. And I mean, he's right. They, she has an iron throne, but she doesn't have the kingdom, like by any means, you know. So. All she has is King's Landing at this point in Casterly Rock. So it's like, can you really call yourself the... I don't know, whatever her long title is now. Like, uh, that kills me how these people have these... Like like Daenerys, Stormborn, Breaker of Change. Change <laughs> Mother what, of Dragons. Yeah, Mother <laughs> of Dragons. First of her name, blah, blah, blah. It just makes me giggle every time. Uh So... Do- I know the castle is the castle. Daenerys, the where she was born, called Stormborn. Is that correct? Um, is that those, Dragonstone? Is is that the um, place or the the castle? I'm pretty sure she was born in King's Landing. Um, she's called Stormborn because she was born during a storm. Oh, like a really okay. bad storm. Like even um, like <laughs> I thought it, it was a place. <laughs> <laughs> so, like at the beginning of this episode, you know, there's a big storm outside, yeah. dragon, and that's why um. Uh, Tyrion was like, "This is, you know, this is how it was when you were born," or he says something to that effect. I can't remember exactly what he says, but (laughs) but yeah. um, Then we get Euron Greyjoy busting in. Oh yeah, yeah, we do. Euron Greyjoy. This is this is terrible. Like this is terrible, and I even feel bad for feeling this way. But I actually like Euron. Like he he's entertaining. Like he's my favorite Greyjoy. I know that's a horrible thing to say at this point, but. I can't stand. Um, is it Theon? The, I love Theon, man. I, I can't stand Theon, and I can't stand his sister either. They just get on my nerves. His sister gets on my nerves. Now, I, 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 I love Theon, but I'm afraid his character is not going to have redemption. That's kind of what I'm waiting for out of his character. But it, yeah. it just keeps getting worse and worse for him, man. I'm like, especially after this last episode, I'm like, I'm tired of feeling bad for Theon. Please get his dude something good. And, you know, he got a little light last season. He reunited re- reunited with his sister, although his dad was pretty much an a-hole and didn't want him. And, you know, his dad eventually got killed off by his brother. But it's just like, give this character some type of redemption. I know this is Game of Thrones. I know it's mostly Dower or Dower or whatever, but man, it's I like the character. I just want to see him get some type of redemption. I don't think it's going to happen, to be honest. And I'll be honest with you, like I've I wasn't crazy about Euron last season, but when he walked in there and looked at Jamie and said, "Here I am with a thousand ships and two good hands," like I just yeah, like, just I, like they, I almost made him a comedian this season. I almost died laughing. I was like, man, let, let leave that dude alone, man leave that yeah. dude one handed dude alone so cold man so cold yeah but I you know we there was like all this uh, all this speculation about what his gift was gonna be but I think after the second episode I have a really good idea well I mean <laughs> what, that, what his, yeah, what his se- gonna be yeah in the second episode while he was talking they immediately cut to Daenerys and I'm like okay that's who I thought it was gonna be anyway but they kind of made it uh, very uh, obvious yeah um, I feel like he's just gonna bring Cersei Hilarious head, yeah.
1: <laughs> Hilarious well, Hilarious you think, Sand. Well, you
0: think he's gonna be hilarious? I mean, obviously, I mean, just the uh, spoilers if you hadn't seen the second episode, but he he captured her at the end. But I still thought his ultimate goal is get um, is to get Daenerys. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel mean, like I feel like if he gets Daenerys, then like that's it's over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. There's true, no true. reason to even you know. I, I heard some said, people I, say Tyrion. That was his goal for her. Who it promised he, he was going to get for her, but I don't know. Well, Olaria, if you remember, poisoned her daughter. So, like, oh yeah, good point. Good I point. feel like she would be okay with her. I'm just dude. All right, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, after the Euron scene, we have um, Samuel Tarly. Sam, Samuel Tarly, and it's it's so funny. Like I can't remember what his name was when I was. Watching the first episode, so I just googled "fat dude Game of Thrones." <laughs> no man, you're so wrong. <laughs> you're it's, so wrong, and his name was the first result. <laughs> oh man, that ain't right. Dude. Oh man, but yeah, I, I I laugh, but I mean, I joke, but dude, dude is he's having a big impact on this season already. I mean, we're two episodes in, and I mean, he's pretty much the only reason. Well, again, get ahead of myself, but like he sends, he's gonna send. John, he's sending Jon Snow a raven because he finds out that Dragonstone is basically sitting on a mountain of dragon glass, and we all know, yeah, the dra- dragon glass can kill White Walkers. He actually killed. Him. Didn't he kill a White Walker? Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Yeah, with a, with his dragon glass dagger. So yeah, you know, Sam will really make cool. moves, and plus we got that really disgusting montage of the food slash poop, which was I wanted to throw up but yeah was- <laughs> i felt i felt that was a little a little much but i guess they really wanted us to put, put us in his frame of mind and it worked i guess yeah i mean though samuel is doing some really cool things i think he might be setting himself up in the crosshairs of 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 some bad things because i mean not only has he broken into the restricted part of the library which yeah. he's not supposed to go but he's like helping uh, helping Jorah <laughs> later on. So, well, shoot, I guess we get just kind of talk. Yeah, we don't necessarily have to go in chronological order because we're <laughs> we keep yeah. It's kind of hard to not talk about the yeah. So basically, Jorah M- Mormont, Lyanna's uncle, Lyanna Mormont's uncle, the fiery little kid that's leading the Mormonts in the north. Uh, sh- he is um, you know, he has a dragon scale poisoning or whatever you want to call it, disease and. You know, Danny sent him off. I order you to find a cure. And I guess. (laughs) So I guess he. Betray me. So I guess he ended up at the Citadel or whatever it's called. I'm assuming it's called the Citadel or the Maester College or whatever it's called. I like Maester College. Let's go with that. Yes. That that (laughs) big spinning thing in the Game of Thrones opening. It's where (laughs) that is. Um, Old Town. That's what it's called. The city's called Old Town. Um, so he's there and uh Samuel's reading all kinda of books that he doesn't really need to be reading. And you can tell the maesters aren't really worried about what's going on with the world. They're just kinda yeah. old and I guess kinda- they're kind of oblivious to, cause they, he, one of them makes the comment that, oh, what is, what is going to happen has happened before and blah, blah, blah. It'll happen again and you can't stop it. And just, just a bunch of baloney, you know, like as to we shouldn't care what's going on in the outside world because it's, it's all just history and it's going to happen over and over again anyway. So I, I, I didn't like that attitude really, but I don't know. Maybe he has a point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Samuel, he breaks into the restricted area, takes some books, and that's how he finds out about the Dragonstone, Dragon Glass thing. Yeah. And he's also operating on Jorah to try to remove his Dragon Scale. Oh yeah, Dragon Scale. And yeah, I'm, no, t- that, t- I'm t- that was tricky. Yeah. yeah. The the second episode is when he actually like tries to operate on him and it's like, dude, like, oh my God, like, I'm I That was quenching. <laughs> It was making me cringe, man. It was pretty it, bad. And then, like, to immediately cut into somebody digging into a pot pie or something. I'm like, no! Yeah. <laughs> the old, I'll never look at a meat pie the same way. <laughs> Thank you, Arya. Oh, man. Speaking of Arya, we get a, a Ed Sheeran cameo in the next... Oh, no, that's not the next scene. The next scene is Tormund and Brienne. <laughs> yeah. He gives her that look once again. Oh my goodness. That never gets old, but he's, didn't they go, didn't the, didn't John send the wild, the wildings off to like a castle or something? I think he sent them to Carho or Lancet or something like that. Castle Carho. Yeah. saying One of the abandoned castles, you know, uh, near the wall or, cause that's the closest the place. I guess the white walkers will come through or something like that. I don't, yeah, not remember correctly on that. So what did you think of the Ed Sheeran cameo? Oh man, there's so much hate on the internet, for, and not the internet only, for that cameo right now. Not only was it a cameo, they had him singing. Like that was the funny thing to me is he's singing on there. I, I mean, honestly, I had no problem with it. I thought the scene worked. You know, it, 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 that not being Ed Sheraton, you wouldn't, Ed Sharon, you wouldn't think that scene, other than maybe a little excessive singing would be out of the realm of something you would see in Game of Thrones. Let me, I didn't think it would be. Let me frame it. Ed Sheeran is basically the English version of Justin Bieber effectively. Like, basically. So this would be like if Biebs was in, was in Breaking Bad or something. Like, you know, like, it just- Except he's not a- Okay, I was about to stop. He's, he's, He's an okay person. He's not like a- a a bad boy sort of persona that Bieber has. Am I correct, well, in I mean, that? Well, I mean, it's not necessarily the bad boy thing. Like, Instinct wasn't bad; they weren't bad boys either. But everybody couldn't stand them because they were so, you know, they were okay. just so popular. Like, I don't mean it as 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 that he's like a bad dude. I mean, I'm sure he's an okay, dude. Um, he just writes soulless pop songs. But other than that, wow, the hate is real. <laughs> no, I I don't really have a problem with that, Sheeran. It's just yeah i don't really like his music um but then again i don't i don't yeah let's let's get off of that (laughs) i don't want to be a hater but it just it was weird it it really didn't bother me honestly but i can get why some people would not have liked it it didn't really pull me out of of the whole experience but It just seemed kind of weird, you know. Do you remember when? Um, I'll tell you what. In a a, um analog to this, remember when George Lucas was going to have InSync as Jedi in one of the prequels, (laughs) and like and like everybody got so mad that he ended up not doing it. To me, this is like exactly the same thing. Yeah, I can, I can see why that would get a lot of hate. <laughs> I can, yeah. Well, I mean, Game of Thrones has done it before. I think they had like Coldplay and they had, uh, some other UK fans in the actual show. So it's, it's not like it's the first time they've done yeah, it. Yeah, they've definitely had cameos in there. And yeah, dude, well, we had, we had Daniel Craig in, uh, The Force Awakens, although we didn't see his face, but Daniel Craig was <laughs> in The Force Awakens? Yes. He was like the, um uh, I'm trying to remember the scene he was in. He was definitely in there, though. He was definitely in there. But at least there. he's an actor, though. I mean. <laughs> but but he, he, he was wearing a uh, a, a stormtrooper suit, though, so. Oh, but, Lord. But you do hear him talk. <laughs> oh, you do? I don't know. I, I, I'll see the clip when I find it. But, yeah, I mean, the scene really wasn't that bad because she looks at them all and says, I'm going to go kill the queen. And then they all think she they all just bust out laughing because there's, you know, you just this little girl. You know, that's cute. Yeah. Well, that, that was kind of cliche scene too, because you, that's something you've seen in other shows where they laugh the one thing is true, but they don't believe it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I agree, but I get, I feel like it kind of fit. Yeah. I mean, I thought the scene was fine. I think I thought it was fine, but you know, I can see why people have the hate and your NC analogy was probably the perfect one. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about, uh, <laughs> What do you think about the hound finding some religion? (laughs) I'm happy for the hound, man. He's he's one of those character characters who has this this art that has gone from ruthless cold souled son of a unto this this guy with a lot of heart and he's searching for redemption I feel, you know. The religion part was a bit of a stretch to me when he was looking to the fire. I was like, uh, what? This dude has went from ruthless until really believing this stuff. But even when he walks up to the fire, he's kind of skeptical himself until he, you know, I guess he sees what's in the fire, which I wish they would have showed it other than just having us see a fire while he's talking. <laughs> I think, I think that the, that, um, as much as he toughened Arya up, Arya kind of made him humanize him a little bit, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, like, you're gonna laugh when I say this, but the perfect analog to this is Piccolo and Gohan. Like, it's the same mm-hmm. thing with Arya and the hound. Like, yeah. I feel like he kind of, you know, I'm not saying that he has like this, this affection for Arya, but I feel like they, you know, they kind of helped each other out at the same time. Oh dude. <laughs> My favorite line of the whole episode <laughs> uh the hound sit- tells one of the soldiers uh you think you're fooling someone with that top knot? <laughs> Your ball bleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh, did he just say that? Yeah. That, that was quick. I love how he he's just like a a big like he's a big Angry version of like the you know? Do you remember Stink meter from Boondocks? <laughs> nah, I don't. Oh, he reminds me of like this big wrestler version of Stinkmaner. But yeah, I mean, I feel like he's a much more interesting character. Not now that he's not just mindlessly killing people. Um, yeah, I find it weird too that no one knows why the I guess the Lord of the Light keep bringing some people back. Yeah, so it's, it's weird. weird yeah i don't know i agree with him though like beric dundarian is really not that interesting of a person or a character It's like why do you keep coming back <laughs> yeah for real i was I like th- I- go ahead no i would say he might have just been there to serve the purpose that characters can't come back to life and that's it you know i guess we might find out something by the end of the story but it seems like i don't i don't know he hasn't had a very interesting arc and, yeah, it was really sad the the little girl and the man, he, like, robbed them and, like, left them for dead, the Hound did, yeah. a couple seasons ago. And it was pretty sad that, you know, at least he felt bad about it. That just showed that he has a heart now. Yeah, it does. It does. Yes. I was thinking that not much happened in the, the second episode, but not a really a whole lot happened in the first one either, I guess. Man, that's, that's an interesting well, se- moments. Yeah. Interesting they, moment. they, you know, yeah, Danny landed on Dragonstone, I guess would be the biggest highlight. And yeah, and I also thought like, uh, Dragon Glass being at Dragonstone was a little too on the nose. I mean, like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's kind of. And nobody knows this. Nobody knows this. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I guess somebody knew what They wrote it in the book. So I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, you know, you know, moving into episode two, I was like the whole, when John, John said he was going to Dragonstone, I was like, yeah, John, ride your plot armor down to Dragonstone. We know you're not going <laughs> to die.
1: <laughs> Nobody's yeah, going to kill
0: you. So go ahead. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I mean, the dude has, I don't know if he can die again or is he, if he's, uh, If he's just invincible now, or he can come back? Well, Uh, I don't. I don't think he's invincible because Beric Dondarrion's not invincible. I mean, it's the same Lord of Light that raised Beric Dondarrion. So so Beric keeps coming back, though he's died more than once, right? Well, he dies. He like the Hound killed him, like legit killed him, and then his friend I can't remember his name brought him back to life, like Melisandre brought John back to life. He didn't just like automatically come back. Got his friend brought him back to life. But, um, I think that's gonna be an interesting meeting between of uh, <laughs> between Danny and her nephew basically
1: <laughs> i'm just yeah. wait I'm
0: just waiting for the scene where the dragon she tells the dragon to like kill John and the dragon like tries to shoot fire at him and he doesn't burn that would be and interesting, it, and it's gonna be like I feel like that's how she's gonna find or they're gonna find out that or she's gonna realize that you know there's more to him she may not. Connect dots that he's a Targaryen or whatever. But so are the are the Starks mostly dark headed? Because I know caitlin is red headed. Um, well, was well, well, she's well, not a Stark Ka- though. Caitlyn Ka- was a Tully, yeah, um, Tully. What, what was Le- Le- Liana? What was she? Do we know what color her hair was? So Liana Liana, um, Liana and what is it? I, I don't. I think she she was a brunette. You know, she was yeah. a dark haired. Arya and Um, Arya and Jon look a lot alike in the book. Like, they favor each other, and they favor the Starks, and then I feel like, if I'm remembering this correctly, the other kids favor the Tullys. Tullys. Yeah, they look more like their mother, and then... Well, I'm just wondering how Jon can have this... um, Jon Snow can have this dark head of hair, and... Uh, I guess the Targaryens are are mostly blond headed or all blond headed. So, well, well, the thing is, uh, I don't know. Yeah, most of the Targaryens are like inbred, so like that's why yes. they all that's why they all have blonde hair. Um, so Rhaegar, I think, did marry like he didn't marry his sister, but like their dad, their dad A- was it Aegon or Viser? No, Viseris was her brother. I think No, Aegon was. I'm trying to remember what the king's name was the mad king. If I'm not mistaken he um was married to like one of his sisters or something. Okay. Like going back in history like the Targaryens they're they're inbred so like they basically end up like marrying like their sister or something to like keep their bloodline. Oh pure, wow. I guess um, so yeah, that's why I, I feel, I want to say that's why they all have blonde hair. It's, <laughs> I don't think it's not necessarily like a, a, it's definitely not a dominant gene. So, you know, it makes sense if they did marry Stark. That yeah. If she, if, if, well, that's the thing. They weren't even, well, they, I guess they were married. The, ru- the rumor, I mean, it still isn't really clear. I mean, they kind of, it kind of shed a lot of light on it last season, you know, with Leanna telling um, Ned, you know, keep this secret, you know, and then they cut right to Jon Snow. So I mean, it pretty much confirms that Rhaegar and Lyanna, uh, John are John's parents. But at the same time, it hasn't really been confirmed, and you know, he may have a rightful claim to the throne if they if she did marry, um, Rhaegar before, you know, yeah, because like they were at the Tower of Joy for like a long time, so. I guess really the only person that can shed light on that now is Brand. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And um, yeah, that's I why he's still around. That's great. And Howland Reed, um, the girl, the girl that brought Brand's Brand back to the wall, her mm-hmm. dad was there. So, oh, ah, her okay. dad, Howland Reed, was there with Ned when he killed um, ah, I can't remember his name. You know, when they killed the people at Tower, he was at the Tower yeah. of Joy too. So it was Ned Howland Reed. And they were really the only two people that survived that whole thing, if I'm not mistaken. So, but nobody knows where Howland Reed is. So, he's been missing like this entire series, and nobody knows where he is. So, hopefully, he shows up soon. <laughs> cool, cool. Because he's the only other person that can really, you know, confirm that John is, you know, kind of the rightful heir to the throne. <laughs> and I know Danny's not going to be thrilled about that, but. Cause she's, she's like already being way, way, way too, um, she's feeling herself a little too much. I feel like, (laughs) well, I don't know. Tell Jon Snow to come and bend the knee. So I guess we get into the second episode a little bit. So we have this scene where she's having a meeting of the, the leaders from the different, um, areas of West or kingdoms of Westeros that are, that she make and pull. I guess they're pretty much is pretty much, uh, yeah, so she so much has them on her side, I guess. And so you have Dor- Dorne, you have uh, you have the Iron Islands there, Dorne. Oh, what's the Tyrell? What is their kingdom called? Yeah, I can't I, remember. I can't even remember. So either. you have the Tyrells. You have is it Tyrell? Yes, Tyrell. Yeah. You have Tyrell. You have o- Oberyn's wife, which her name is her. I think her her name is Sand, but she was married to. Well, Auburn wasn't really the king though, so, but she's ruling Dorne now, cause she killed his brother. Um, yeah. so, and like, that never sat well with me. The whole Sand Snake's just killing. Like, I, I just, I, well, that, that, <laughs> well, go they ahead. got their comeuppance to, <laughs> to today in this episode, cause, uh, yeah, I mean, you're buddy, on of shop. Yeah. Okay. Well, can we talk? Well. What what else do we need to talk about before we get to this last scene? I feel like it's not okay, a lot. So there's Arya and Nameria, her um her direwolf. You know, so basically, um in one I can't remember what season it was, but Cersei's going around killing like all the dire wolves and crap and yeah. basically she throws rocks at her direwolf to get, him, get her to run away so she doesn't get killed and we finally see her again.
1: that thing is freaking huge, man. Oh my God.
0: And, um, she's like, come with me, girl. We're going to go back to Winterfell. And she's like, she just kind of turns around and leaves. And Arya looks at her and is like, that's not you. You know, you want to run free. You don't want to be captive. You know, and it, you know, they kind of talk about how that references that scene. that I was talking about earlier with, um, uh, her and her dad. So she kind of like gets it, you know, she, She's got to do her own thing. So, but yeah. ho- hopefully we see Nymeria again because it was really cool. I thought all the I I'd actually forgotten about her. I thought all the direwolves were dead. <laughs> Had her own little pack with her, so that was kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you th- What do you think about Arya going back to Winterfell? Do you think uh, that's the right choice for her right now? I actually do think it's the right choice because she did, she doesn't need to be anywhere near King's Landing right now. Um, there, but she get yeah. in this thing. I mean, let's say she kills Cersei. Does that really end things? Yeah. Well, there's nobody to take. Well, Jamie would be a good king, I think. To to be honest, although <laughs> well, he's mean, been, yeah. I mean, he, and he's kind of had the same path as as the Hound because he, Jaime used to be just evil. <laughs> well, I mean, you can think about it this way, though. So let's say Arya goes to King's Landing. She kills Cersei. You have a power vacuum in, you have this huge power vacuum in the, you know, in the king, in like the capital or whatever you want to call it. Okay, so what's going to happen? There, if that happens, then there's no point in Jon Snow and uh, Daenerys, like, forming an alliance. So Daenerys goes and she claims the Iron Throne. And then she tries to take over the Seven Kings, you know, like, so there's just it's I feel like it, the story won't play out the way it needs to. I f- I really feel like Jon Snow and Daenerys need to become allies and not fight against each other, especially since they could be like can or blood. And yeah, I feel, I feel like that it will just cause another war. I don't think there'll just be peace. Yeah. Because, cause Danny wants the entire seven, you know, she wants to conquer everything. And yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think j- Jon would just bend the knee for Daenerys. Yeah. And, and then we have this whole scenario where they're talking about, do you rule with force or do you rule by, uh, winning the people, you know, <laughs> this yeah. kind of thing? And, and honestly, I don't know which is the best path for her. Um, she, you know, you can't rule ashes or what did they say about ashes? Um, uh, of course she can go in and use her dragons to decimate King's Landing. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's kind of not the ruler she wants to be or at least she's alluding that to that not being what she wants to be so yeah there's two things to that like like she needs Cersei right now and the reason I say it is because all of the people who killed her killed off her dad and overthrew their kingdom they're all dead so like if Cersei's not there instead of being a liberator she's just a conqueror you know and everybody's gonna rebel against her if there's no Cersei so like she needs Cersei (laughs) yeah i guess in a way anyway like i just i feel like if she just if cersei dies now and she just goes and tries to take everything over it's just gonna unite the rest of westeros against her you know the mad king's daughter and she's got all these like cersei even try to play it up like she's got all these dothraki and unsullied and our lands and you know i feel like there's a battle cry in there somewhere which it was a smart move to get Dorn and the Tyrells to actually siege King's Landing or surround it rather than them bringing the, uh, unsullied in to, to try to, uh, take it by force. If they get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably not happening. Oh man. So yeah. So shall we talk about the big battle? What, Masundi and Grey Worm? <laughs> 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 Yeah, Uh, (laughs) not so big say. (laughs) I was like, I was like, okay, so I have a feeling where this is gonna go, and yep, it went there, and then it cut off. It's like that's that's about all that could happen in that scene. (laughs) Oh man, Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they went for it. They went for it, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> you did your best, but I guess oh, your gosh. best was not good <laughs> So how about the second big battle? Or maybe the only big battle, however you picture it. Uh, the ships. The ships. So we have the Greyjoys taking oh, the Women I, of Dorne. Go ahead. I was just going to say when they're down there under the the – they're in the – i don't know what you would call it when they're below deck and they're talking and like alaria starts like coming. on i was like i want to throw up in my mouth i was like come on man the the worst oh oh this this show has the worst line in game of thrones ever the worst the single worst line in game of thrones ever i'm invading your foreign land really (laughs) that's in game of thrones really yeah, I feel, make- like, honestly, it's been so long since, uh, like, Game of Thrones has used just, like, gratuitous, like, sexual stuff that, like, it just seemed out of place in this episode, because, like, they really haven't done anything like that since, like, the first couple seasons, when, like, Danny was still getting naked, <laughs> like, that, Yeah, <laughs> there hadn't been any of that, so for them to just kind of throw it in, it just seemed to, it seemed out of place, almost. Yeah, yeah. And unnecessary like Game of Thrones doesn't even need that. You know, it really doesn't. It's such a great show. that It'll stand on its own merit. You don't need to throw any TNA in it. But yeah, thankfully, my man, you're on right on time. Oh, boy. I have to (laughs) say like this battle was was impressive. Very impressive. I did not expect to see that in the second episode. And it's like. Up until this point, Euron's just been some old, old dude just throwing out a whole bunch of hot air, but, like, you actually get to see that, like, he's actually, like, you know, he's pretty dangerous and (laughs) tough, and, you know, he can back up all of his talk, I guess. Well, I mean, I've heard some people talk about, um, okay, if, 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 um, if all the ships were taken at the end of last season, if Theon and his sister took all the ships, how could they build such a massive fleet so quickly? And obviously a better fleet from seeing what happened in, in this episode. I don't know. Maybe could could be because they took them by surprise. I don't know. But it's, well, his sh- ships seem huge and massive. And like, uh, how can they, so I think they all take the ships, all the ships? I was under the impression that they did. But that could be totally false. Because the only reason I asked that is because the whole time they were in the Iron Islands or whatever, Euron was away conquering the, all of the seas of, like, the entire world. Like, he, I think he—I can't remember. He told Cersei he conquered, like, most of them. So, like, I you know, he had to have some kind of fleet. Maybe that was, like—maybe that was his personal fleet. And they—you know, you're right. Maybe, they, did re, they did rebuild ships, though, so— Yeah, he made like the call to action to rebuild ships, you know, after they, they took the, the ships in, in last season. So, but if, but if you think about it, so just think about the amount of time that would have passed for them to sail from the Iron Islands, which are actually on the eastern side, the, the western side of Westeros all the way over to Marine or wherever her, wherever Cersei, wherever Daenerys was and then sail all the way back. That had to at least been. It had to have at least taken them half a year, at least, you know. So I feel like that's plenty of time to rebuild some ships. Yeah. Good you know, point. I mean, you know, just think about how long it would take somebody to sail from California all the way over to like Spain and then sell all the way back. And plus we gotta realize like shipbuilding is their specialty, you yeah. know. It's like if somebody took all the cars from the land of GM and then you, <laughs> you leave for a year, they'll build some more cars while you're gone, probably. So I, I guess since they're such ship specialists, it kind of makes sense. And I guess that's one one of the flaws of Game of Thrones is you really don't get a sense of how much time has passed. Not at all. Um, so like that's kind of one of the flaws I think. But I I want I feel like at least we'll probably get a better idea when the books drop. But it's like I feel like a quite a bit of time has passed since they left, even though it was only a couple of episodes. It, I, I, it feels like it, you know, that's a lot of time had to have passed. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, so what do you, is there anything you're looking forward to this season or that you feel like, are you afraid this going to happen or you're expecting well, it to happen? Well, I mean, I just finally hope we see winter come, you know, the white walkers breached the wall I mean, that's probably my only real expectation. That's kind of a teaser we got early on in the first season of the show. What, seven years ago? So, I mean, I think it's time that we see that. But honestly, we probably won't see it the next season. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's time for these white walkers to cause mayhem on, on the, uh, south side of the wall. So, so yeah, I, I guess I'm excited for that. And, and just seeing the whole thing play out is kind of, kind of keeping me glued. What about yourself? Um, I guess my biggest uh, anticipation, I guess, would be the reun- reuniting of all the living Stark children, which is only what four now. There's yeah. Sansa, John, Arya, and Bran. Bran, yeah, that's it. So it'll be cool to see them all reunited. And I'm actually really, I'm surprised that the Danny John uh, meeting is happening so soon. Um, I figured that would be later in the season, but I guess a lot has to happen this season. And I'm, this is, this is what I've been anticipating since, you know, the theory started coming out about John maybe being, you know, having Targaryen blood. I've been kind of anticipating this beating, So I'm really, really looking forward to next week to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Should be interesting. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, HBO buffer start working. Oh, dude, like, it's, it's. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, I figured it out because every time it would freeze, I would restart it, but the first time it freezes, you just have to let it sit and it'll figure out, like, the right bandwidth. I don't know, dude. It, it It may have been my internet, but it kept doing it to me. It did it like, I didn't press anything. It, like, kept starting and stopping for, like, five or six straight times. Oh, man. It, it. It yeah, I normally just refresh the page when it happened, but this time I just let it and it it actually adjusted my stream quality to I don't know, I guess handle the load because I assume they're getting slammed, so Yeah, that's probably what happened. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty su- sure. I'm sure if you try to watch it tomorrow it won't freeze at all, but it's just everybody's trying to catch it. Yeah, just a little frustrating. Just a little frustrating, but that No other than that, yeah, I can't wait to see what they do next week. Oh no. Did doubt. we get a preview? We did. And um, I did not watch it. I need to go back and watch it. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah. There's just, yeah. Yeah. You need to watch it. I won't say. Cool. Well, so far, I think Game of Thrones is doing a good job. Uh, hopefully we get more. Um, I'm not ne- so necessarily concerned with action. I just want more like plot development. I want to see things moving a little faster, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. You know that whole last episode's going to be like White Walker fight, you know, <laughs> huge, huge. I, I, I don't know. what The way I see this playing out is that they're going to start, the, the war is really going to like kind of hit a flashpoint. And then the White Walkers are going to like break the wall down or something. And then everybody's just going to have to be like, oh, snap. What do we do now? And yeah. Maybe we need to quit fighting each other and band together. Just maybe. I feel like that's what's gonna happen, but I just don't know how Cersei's gonna play that card or if she's just gonna Yeah. Oh man, Cersei's gonna die such a horrible death at the end of the series. It's it's gonna be wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> she is by far the worst Lannister of them all. Like even before, you know, she kinda became the queen or whatever. I always kinda like I you know, I I never really had a problem with Tywin because Tywin was he was you know, did he have a little uh, was he a little was he a he little, was, kinda,
1: was he yeah. evil?
0: Was he evil? Guess but he was a rational villain? Like, I don't know, man. He did uh, Tyrion pretty badly though, he, man. He was, he was a smart guy. Like, and I feel like Cersei just is just being driven by rage at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, can you blame her at the whole shame incident? Oh, that was so wrong what she did, it, lady. Shame. She- <laughs> shame? Shame? Yeah. And this is like so cold hearted now. Jamie mentions the kids and she's just like, whatever. I can't think about that right now. I got vengeance to plot. I honestly feel like Jamie's going to end up killing her too.
1: Like, yeah. Like po-
0: he killed the mad king poetic justice, but yeah, I guess we'll have to tune in next week to find out. And next week we'll, we'll be talking about games. So <laughs> yeah. 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 Games. I have quite a few things that I'm ready to talk about, but I want to get some more plays I'm in to have a more developed opinion, so look forward to that. Will be cool. So I guess that's it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, follow us on all the social medias uh, at Techpedition. Uh, pretty much everywhere, and uh, yeah. choose email at fans at techpedition.com And we'll be happy to oh, answer any oh, questions you oh. may. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one, guys. Very very quick. Very 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 quick. Go south. <laughs> Go south, very very quick. Go south. I can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. Hey guys, don't miss an episode of the Techpedition podcast. For more information, go to techpedition.com slash subscribe. T e c h p e d i t i o n dot com. Test test. <sighs> Is my mic hot? Check check. Mic check. Well, it's the MI. Okay, I think we good. All right, here we go. Here we go. There we go.